Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. It is Wednesday, November 8th. We are here live. It is Destination Health Day, and uh, I got nothing today, so you better pick up the phone and call me. 855-950-3835. I am in Chattanooga today. We are live at the Freight Waves F3, the Future of Freight Conference. Uh, I am parked right at the convention center at the front door. I have the best parking spot in the place. But it's been a busy, busy week. I get up at about 3 o'clock this morning to move over here. So I don't have a whole lot. Um, I can report in on some of uh, some of my results with carnivore. This is the, um, the most hardcore version of carnivore I've done since I left the house I would say I'm about 99% carnivore. Um, little bit of fruit, not even much of that right now. Nothing else really. Almost uh, about 90% beef and eggs. And I feel pretty fantastic. I, I'm actually shocked at how well it's going. I'm getting very little sleep. I think I've been averaging like three and a half hours of sleep a night since... Uh, since last week sometime, and every day I think I'm just going to crash, and every day I get up and I feel pretty darn good, and I've got plenty of energy, and I end up uh, making it all the way through the day and late into the night, because there have been a lot of uh, night events as well. So, so far, the carnivore is going really well. I will say that in the first... Um, about the first 10 days or so. I don't eat a lot of sweet stuff. Like I said, a little bit of fruit, a couple snacks here and there. But uh, the first week I was almost craving something just a little sweet. In the first couple days, fruit took care of it. And then after that, it just went away. So I'm pretty happy. And honestly, when you're by yourself and you're on the road, it's actually really easy. I have plenty of meat with me and it's working and it's easy. A lot of my protein's pre-cooked, so it's made it very easy this trip. And the other thing is it's made it really easy to fast because a lot of days I've just been so busy, I haven't really had time to eat. So about the most I've eaten on this trip is one meal a day, and there were a couple days there where I really didn't eat much at all. Uh, unfortunately, the last event I was at, the food at the hotel was absolutely atrocious. There was almost nothing I could eat until the last day, and then lunch was... Uh, it completely changed up until that point. There had been almost no meat on any of the buffets. And then the last day, it was almost all meat on the buffet. So um, I am going to continue. I thought after I, I finished the conference itself, I was really doing the carnivore because I, I do know I think better and I perform better. And I thought after the event, I would go back to my kind of standard diet. Uh, but I'm feeling pretty good. And it's been easy, so I think I'm just going to keep it up while I'm on the road. Um, the trip has been extended. I'm not going to be heading home until probably December 9th. So when I uh, this event ends tomorrow, when I leave this event tomorrow, I will be heading down to Destin. I'm going to be working with uh, David Owen at Nastic on some ideas down at his place. Then I've got uh, almost a month to just kind of wander around, and I need to be back in Nashville on December 8th. I'm going to go through and uh, help David with his new entrance training course that he does at their place, uh, and then I'll head home uh, probably on the 9th. So 
I've got a month. I know for sure I'll head over to Fleet Air Filter and spend a couple days over there with David Counts. Um, They're not that far away from Destin. After that, I'm really not sure where I'm going to go. I'm going to take some time and figure out uh, where it is I want to go. So with that, phone lines are open. It is Destination Health. It is a health free-for-all. If you have a question, a comment, a topic about health, anything goes, pick up the phone and join us. We're going to head off to Ohio for our first call today. Herschel, good morning. Morning, Kevin. What's on your mind today? Well, I'll I'll try to give you a, a quick status report, if you will. You know, I had the AFib event, scared the hell out of me, ended up on a pharmaceutical drug. Right. I wore the monitor. I had ze- I had zero effects. I did send you the results of that monitor if you wanted to look at it just for fun. Okay. Did you just send that it this to, morning? I sent it to support. No, no, Lord, no. I probably sent it a week ago, and I've neglected to call and let you know. Okay. Um, Chelsea should be listening. Chelsea, if you could go to support and try to find that email for me. And shoot it over to me. I'll take a look. Was there something in there you were concerned about? No, no, not at all. Not at all. I was just telling you that I did send it because you said you'd like Got it. to see it. Yeah, I, I did want to see that. Okay. Uh, so through working with Dr. Jack and his his tribe out there, little by little, since I have zero events on that monitor and I haven't had anything. I've been tracking blood pressure two or three times a day. They wanted me to do that. Uh, Heart rate, everything's just been aces. Now the monitor was a continuous glucose monitor, right? No, no, No. it was a monitor for the heart. Oh, got it. Okay. It was called, yeah, it was called Zeo patch. It's that one that looks like a bandaid on you. Got it. Yeah. So all that's been fine. I am completely off of Metropolol now, thank God. So what was... And I haven't had any any events at all. What was Dr. Wolfson's opinion? What did he think was going on? I sadly did not get to talk to Dr. Jack himself. I did talk to his other doc, uh, Latanza. She's right. super nice. Yeah, she's good, too. And I actually, I actually think, I really do, and she kind of agreed that the beginning stages of this, I was on just too much detox product for me because I am sensitive to medications, always have been. And it just simply stirred up everything and so, just sent my body crazy. So you listen a lot. Too much, you, too fat. Yeah, you listen a lot. You have heard me say that detox is one of those things we don't put out a protocol. Because we want to work directly with people when they're doing a detox. And it makes me crazy. I see all these detox challenges and and people don't understand things. You can create some symptoms with a detox. Lots of things. You know, we, we, the idea is we use nutrients to, to move the toxins, get them out of the body, but they, they've got to travel through We have seven pathways to get rid of toxins. And a lot of times when we start moving them around, you start getting some symptoms and it can be pretty uncomfortable. And it sounds like that's what happened to you. Yes. Yes. So I told Doc Latanza, I said, so now I'm freaked out. I don't want anything that is a detox product. I'm freaked out. And she said, I agree. So now she's just giving me stuff that is supportive. She has me on their AFib cocktail, uh, CoQ10 vitamin D, vitamin K, 
kickstart your heart, which is nothing more than desiccated liver and heart from Buffalo. Okay. And, and that's really all that I'm doing right now. And it, it, ha, it has been going well, but the one side effect, remember I told you all those crazy side effects I yeah. got. The one side effect that so far still has not get away is I got, I'll just call it jelly legs for lack of what else to call it. Huh. Early in the day, they're much better. Later in the day, the later it goes, it feels like that the nerves are quivering inside my legs and they're really weak. And here's something that's really strange. I'm walking along the other day and my iPhone made a sound I've never heard it make. And I'm like, what the hell is that? So I looked at it and I don't even know how it did it. It says, because of your stability in walking and weakness, we fear that you will have falling events in the next 12 months. Look into it. I might have the wording a little wrong. Uh, How in the world did it do that? Is this an, <laughs> is this an iPhone? iPhone uh, 11. Yeah. It, so it, but evidently it's the health section in the phone. And I never said anything up that I know of. It just popped that up. Now, how ironic is that? I have jelly legs that feel like they quiver. And then iPhone tells me that, that I might start falling in 12 months. Like, wow. So, so they they are using the accelerometer. I mean that that all the phones now are sensitive to movement in every direction. They they know the movement. They we use the accelerometer to do all kinds of things. So it it those accelerometers are now sensitive enough that they detected you wobbling a little. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it just popped up and all then, on its own. I I never set it up. And then predicted falling events in the near future. Interesting. Yeah. So my question to you today, primarily, I just want to give you that little background. Um, I wonder, now, yes, I have tried to eat your way. You know that. Right. But I will admit that I, I've strayed into the turn lane a time or two. You know how it goes. Yep. Um, my A1C has always been down really nice. My mom even is down really nice, and mom does not stay good at all. I mean, that girl eats now, anything. Now, let me ask but you this. Is she my, on any kind of medication? Okay. Uh, the last time I took her to the doctor last week, I counted her med list, and if I remember correctly, 23 different ones. So on 23 meds, I am sure... <laughs> She is on multiple blood sugar lowering drugs. So for her A1C to be low is meaningless because it's only done with drugs. Yeah, right. Right. Right, right. And I understand that. But my A1C, when Dr. Jack's people did it uh, back in July, was 5.4. And I've always been that way. 5.4, 5.7, 5.5. Always have. So just for kicks and grins, last night I had about a three-ounce, maybe four-ounce pork chop, the loin chop from Butcher Box. So hopefully it was a decent piece of meat. And I had about a half a tennis ball worth of a baked potato, and that's it. That's about all the bigger it was with a big pat of butter and literally and honestly a third of a teaspoon of sour cream just for flavor, a little sea salt and some pepper drank water, which is all I drink now. I don't even drink decaf coffee anymore because I'm thinking this jittery has to go away. So I cut that out just for see what would happen. Okay. Uh, So so about 30 to 40 minutes later, light bulb moment, you know, you have your epiphany. So I went in and I got my regular everyday glucose monitor, you know. Okay. And I 
took my, took my blood sugar. Well, it was 116, and I thought, hmm. Now, I know it's not a full hour after, but 30, 40 minutes, eh, you know, I don't know. Okay. So this morning I did it. This morning I did it after running through the shower, but I hadn't had anything to eat or drink. Uh, a little drink of water, but that's all. And it was 115. I'm wondering, is it possible, should I get a CGM? Am I possibly running too low and I'm the other way? Hypo, no. I think it's called glycemic. No, 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 no. no? <laughs> Two reasons okay. I know you're absolutely not. The range where we start seeing hypoglycemia is less than 60. And even if somebody called me and said, oh, I got a reading of 62 or 58, all I would ask them is, did you feel anything weird? And if they didn't, then it's no big deal. When you get dangerously low blood sugar, you'll know. You'll feel horrible. You'll start sweating. You'll get clammy. You'll get nauseous. Um, if you ignore it and people do, you, you can pass out, but we don't worry about low blood sugar unless somebody has symptoms and we don't see low blood sugar unless somebody is on diabetic medications. It, it, nobody ever tells you this. It, it's the biggest, it's almost the only reason we really see dangerously low blood sugar is when somebody is on multiple glucose lowering drugs. If you listen to the commercials, it's it's a side effect of all of the glucose-lowering drugs. Low blood sugar and low blood sugar is dangerous. But we're really talking, when you see people pass out, their blood sugar is probably in the 40s. Okay. 116 so the in, the, in the morning is really what I expect to see from somebody who's eating a, a low-carb diet. Okay. So I did go last week to uh, Dr. Singer up in Carroll there north of Lancaster because I've been to her before. She's a, she's a DO, but she leans towards the natural and the supplement side when at all possible. So she's good. really good. Yeah. Uh, se- several years ago, she helped me because I went to her and she said, you got a hiatal hernia. She said, want me to fix it? And I said, sure. Right. So what she does is kind of like a chiro- chiropractic adjustment on the belly is kind of what it is. It- and chiropractors that bad boy out of there. Yeah, I was going to say chiropractors are known for fixing this as well. Yeah, well, my chiropractor, he gives me about 10 seconds of a pull on the front and let's go and that's it. With Doc oh. Singer spent most an hour working on it. Yeah. And the first time she did it, it felt like I burped, even though I didn't. It was in my chest. Huh. And I told her, I said, what was that? She said, I pulled your stomach out of your diaphragm. That's what that was. Yeah. Said, okay. So I went to her last week. She said, I'm going to take three tries probably to get it out of there this time. It stuck pretty bad. But since she did that, the weird feeling in the chest, the sore muscle feeling in the chest is a lot better. Good. So it is working so far. But the other thing is... When it comes to an EMF, and I know you know what that is. Right. If you go on the internet, there are 73,000 cases that you can put on your phone and tablet to help EMF. Have you ever figured out, does any of them really work? Because when I mess with an electronic device, I'll get a weird, funny feeling in the chest. I just read an article about this, that there are people now who are becoming hypersensitive to EMFs, and they're actually feeling symptoms when they're near them. So 
one of my projects. I have no idea when I'm going to get to it. I, I've read a couple books on EMFs. I've really that that's my kind of project topic right now to get more up to speed on EMFs. And then I am going to start testing products. You can get a meter. I'm going to get multiple meters. And I am going to start testing EMF shielding products like phone cases. They make some EMF shielding products for your home. But you're right. How do you know they work? And yeah. without testing them, you won't yeah, know. So, yeah. Yeah, there's clothes, blankets, right. all kinds of stuff. So I, I'm but going to start testing those things to see what does work. After Doc uh, Singer worked on me for the hiatal, I can tell you before, I would pick up the iPhone or iPad and go to read something. And sometimes in a minute or two, I would feel almost like a palpitation. It felt really weird. And it was almost a nausea with palpitation-like feeling. But after she worked on me last week, it's been marketably better. So Excellent. maybe it's some goofy connection to the hiatal hernia. I don't know because I don't want to do the surgery for hiatal. I've got a buddy that did that, and his results were horrible. Yeah. Well, there's you, you know how I feel about drugs and surgeries. The only two they have, and, and many times they seem to cause as much damage as they fix. Right. I mean, surgery exactly. of any kind is traumatic to the body. I mean, you create massive amounts of inflammation. You open things up for infection. They're, they're going to give you a bunch of antibiotics for the surgery. So now we've got the, right. the gut issues that are going to follow. So, yeah, we, we avoid surgery anytime we can. And most of these can be fixed without surgery. Let's face it. God put all the holes in us that we need. Exactly. Okay? I mean, <laughs> yeah, he did it. Yeah. He put all the holes in us that we need. That's it. <laughs> yeah. We, 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 we try to all avoid right, cutting at all possible, all possibilities. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Well, I'll let uh, you be. I got to get a junky container checked in here and have a good day. There you go. Well, it sounds like you're, uh, you're on the right track. I know you've been through a lot getting to this point, but it sounds like uh, things are starting to look up. Let's go to Texas this time. James, welcome to the program. Morning, Kevin. How are you? I am wonderful this morning. What's on your mind? Oh, uh, I spoke with you about a month ago. started this uh, PPI protocol. Yes. And it's been, it's been uh, I guess I started almost right out of month and I'm still having the acid reflux and constipation. I don't have the bloating anymore. Any improvement at all? Well, the bloating went away. I guess that was one piece of improvement. Any improvement in the reflux at all? Yeah, it comes and goes. I mean, I'm not always, it's not constant uh, anymore like it was. Well, that's a, that's a good sign. How long were you on PPIs? Was it 30 years? No, it was, no. Uh, I'd say about 10. 10, about okay. 10 years. I might be, I think I'm working yeah. with somebody else that's 30. Um, so you've been through the entire 30-day kit at this point? Not not totally. I've been through the, all the Ultron Teal. I ordered another bottle of that and kept going with that. Started. I was only off of that a couple of days, but I was taking them, you know, doing it three times a, three times a day. You know, so, basically is the way the protocol said, and drinking the warm right. water and um, apple cider vinegar. 
if I might not when, get them all in the right order every time, but yeah, know. that's fine. <laughs> um, when when we see improvement on this issue, any improvement at all in that thirty days, but it's not fully resolved. Really, the protocol is just another thirty days. Occasionally, I've had to take somebody into three full kits, and it took us ninety days to get rid of everything. As long as you're continuing to get relief from the kit, even if it's minor, I would keep taking it until something happens where you're either it's just gone, which is our goal, or you say, look, in the last two weeks, nothing has changed at all. Gotcha. It sounds Um, like you're still seeing improvements. Oh, yeah, I am. I'm definitely doing that. Uh, With personal, he says he was talking about that hiatal hernia. I, I was diagnosed with one of those years ago, too. Has it ever been fixed? Impact on this? No, I've I've got an appointment with a chiropractor next week. Does he fix them? Now that I know, I'm not sure. I would find out. I would call and ask. That will absolutely interfere with this. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you've got to get that addressed. I mean that these supplements are helping, but with the hiatal hernia, we may not clear this up completely. Okay. All right. Well, I got one other thing about uh, how to bunion on my foot. What's the best way for me to treat that? I have no idea. Never dealt with it. <laughs> really? Nobody's ever asked me that. Never I've, have. I've never dealt with it. I don't ever remember reading anything about it. I, I will tell you this, but I absolutely would not do. And if you go to the doctor with this, they oh. actually operate for this. Oh, I'm not good now. They're not. I was looking on Amazon or I just Googled it, you know, and they got like a like a brace type thing they put yes. on there. I guess it pushes it back that, in. I'm not positive. No, that is. I figured that, I'd try that first. That is what happens. A bunion is actually like a, a almost like a dislocated toe. It, you're, it, the the joint gets so out of whack that that's what causes that. So those braces can work over time. I, I would start with that. Okay. All right. Sounds good. I just wanted to get your opinion on it before I went out and give the money to Amazon again, you know, so. Yeah, so any of the any of the braces, any of the uh, shoe inserts, those those should help. Um, make sure your shoes fit right. That will help. You can alternate if there's pain and discomfort. You can alternate between um, hot water baths for the feet to just kind of relax it, maybe ease the pain, and then you can go to cold which gets some circulation going and will help this realign again. But other than that, I'm not aware of anything else that does it. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All Uh, right. That's all I had for you, man. Appreciate what you do. Have a good time in Florida. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Let's go to Iowa. Brandy, welcome. Thanks, Kevin. Um, I've called before about uh, toenail fungus, toenail fungus, and uh, Lauren has suggested using, I think, uh, Sovereign Silver. So I ordered it from your store, and I was thinking the way she said it, that it was a topical. Well, I looked on the back of the package, and it shows a a bottle of the copper. So I've ordered that, and it's, it's dropped. And so this is kind of what my question is, is, how long do you think I would get until I would start seeing results? 
of so the 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 one the thing clearing. yeah the one thing we need to know is that anything we use topically is kind of a band-aid it, this there's there's an internal right. reason why the fungus is occurring so we need to address it yeah. internally. Now, there are things we can use externally that help and may even get rid of it, but the odds are it's probably going to come back. Um, apple cider vinegar can help. The, the sovereign silver put on topically can help. You can also take the sovereign silver internally, and that may help. Um, That's what I intend to do. Yeah, so if that all works and it goes away and it doesn't come back, great. Sometimes that happens. If it goes away and it comes back, then we're going to have to look at what the root cause is. If it doesn't go away at all or doesn't really improve much, we're going to have to look at the root cause. Many times this is going to end up requiring blood work. We got to find out what what the uh, where the fungus is occurring. Is there some other? Um, have you been exposed to exposed to mold somewhere? And if so, we'll see that in the blood test. So you've got. After this, if it doesn't work, then the next step would be blood work to see what is causing this internally. Okay, that's a good start. I will do that. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, and if um, if this doesn't clear up, this is one of those cases that would be ideal for um, the group coaching that we just launched, which would be a good time to uh, for me to update the details on the group coaching. Uh, let me get to my details. Where are they? Okay. Um, tomorrow is our first group coaching. If you sign up right now, we are offering that, that $52 startup, $52 a month. By the way, I don't think I said this the other day. We have two group coaching programs. One is business and financial, like financial planning, budgeting, uh, any help around the business or money at all, both um, business and personal finance. You'll get help with that in the coaching. Then there's the health coaching, which I'll just work with you on any problem you've got. And I work with you on -on one-on-one within the group until you decide you're happy with the results or we fix something. You can start and stop anytime you want. Now, If you sign up now, you get the $52 a month for life, as long as you stay in the program. If you drop out of the program and you come back, then it's going to go to the 72, which is the regular price. But the big thing is that $52 a month right now gets you access to both group coaching programs. So you would actually have group coaching every week because each group is every other week. And we'll do them on opposing weeks. So when you sign up, you do have access to both coaching programs. Uh, Tomorrow at 3 o'clock Eastern time will be the first live coaching. And um, you'll get an email after you sign up. You have to RSVP and you will get the link in order to join the uh, group coaching call tomorrow. Those will be um, audio and video I, I may may do a little bit of teaching. That's really not what the program is all about, though. The program is really about me working directly with the individuals in the group to solve their specific problem at the time. Let's, uh, well, let's go back to Iowa. John, welcome. 
Hey, Kevin. Good morning. What's on your mind today? I got a my question. My question for you is: I'm chasing a demon right now. That is my, part of my body. I have extremely high estrogen levels. Oh boy! Extremely low testosterone. That's no fun. Uh, no. And my my doctor is a pretty good guy. He, he tries to stay natural. I think for the, for his his clientele that want to be natural, okay. which I am. Well, his response today was, well, I'm dealing with his nurse, which is not even his nurse. It's just whoever showed up to work today. Okay. And they said that moving forward, he wants to look at doing a artery scan, I believe it was, like a CCAC. Is it a CCAC score? Yeah. Not for sure. Does an artery issue and or... High CRP, which I'm in the twos. I'm down from the threes. Okay. But I also had a surgery, had a hip replacement surgery a year ago in, in uh, September. All right. Uh, but would there is there any correlation between the high estrogen, low testosterone, and your arteries? I did a little searching online, but not, what you find, you don't really. Not really. What What is your question about the arteries? Are your oh because he wants to do the scan. He wants to do the scan so what is, as, as my next thing. As, because but no, he I can't thinks, talk to him without going and having a... Oh. I don't know. I, see, the, our, our last conversation uh, we had in, in, in person, we, we, I had found some information online about adrenal problems could, or an adrenal mass could cause this in males. And he agreed with me. So we did a CAT scan of my abdomen, and nothing is okay. Let, 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 let's no take a step mass. back. Let, let's take a step back. Uh, yep. Tell me about your diet. Yep. Uh, I've been following you since about 2018, with the exception of 20. Well, I'm, yeah, I've gotten back onto a heavy carnivore diet in, the, in this last year. I've dropped 65 pounds approximately Okay. since. April-ish, because I ballooned back up from three, 225 back up to about 365 Ooh. because I gave up on life because I was in so much pain because of my uh, my right hip. Okay. I didn't okay. want to do any more. I didn't want to do any more injections. Right. Uh, because the last so, injection I had, I, this is back in 19, and I was going to do the surgery in 22. I ended up, I, I talked to you, I had mono about, I, it, to me, it almost killed me. I had mono. Right. I had COVID. I would take COVID three times over one time of mono. Okay. Um, I'm not a big fan of those scans. I, I'm not either because, you know, I've listened to you and I understand them. I've read the books. And what's, it, what's that going to tell me in, in correlation I, I with my with no. extremely high estrogen and Nothing. extremely low? Nothing. Well, that's I, I, what I thought. Yeah, I, I can't I see in, anything. I don't know why he's thinking this, unless unless he just doesn't know what the hell else to do right now. And he might not. M many and, doctors are, he may, are, he may, are not good at balancing and, and fixing hormonal issues. Some of them will use hormonal injections. I'm not a big fan of that. I very seldom ever see that work out long-term. Sometimes there's some short-term relief. Then there's something called bioidentical hormones, which is at least a little more natural 
than the in, injectable drug type of hormones, but I don't really see great results from that either. Hormonal right. issues are one of those things we have found. We just have to go back to the basics. We've got to clean up the diet. Sounds like you're, you're doing that. You've been doing it long what? enough. We've got to possibly do some receptor detox. We have some, we have a protocol. For and I've done, I've done your, I, I've done that, your receptor detox and the hormone imbalance. I've done and, like two bottles of each one at oof, two different times. And no improvement. I, well, well, I wasn't testing for hormones then. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, why did you test for hormones? Uh, because I felt like crap okay. for two years, three years, and and we've been throwing darts at the board. And in April, we did five off off the. Uh, I don't. Are you familiar with Rupa Health? Yeah. The, the, well, there was five tests, some tests from that that he wanted me to do that I had to pay cash outright. I'm like, that's fine, so, no problem. So those are because we're, we're 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 chasing all this stuff. Those are similar to t the test I would run. Uh, I'm just wondering what he found. Uh, with which one? A any of with them. Wait, what did he because find in there that could be causing the low hormones? It's not your diet. We we're still chasing. We're still chasing. No, that. I understand. But and that's so, where, so he did all these tests, and there was nothing in there that that was guiding him at all. Uh, I I I ended up doing two Lyme tests, and did, both of them were negative. Did one look, through him, one through Everly. Well, did he look for but mold? That, yes, I did a mold test. Yeah. Uh, that all came back negative because I suggested it. I did a the hormone test. I did a gut microbiome test. So one of two and things is happening. He's, he's either misinterpreting the tests or there really is nothing there to give us a clue yet. Um, I, I'm not a fan of the scan. That that has nothing to right. do with what you're dealing with. I think now he's just desperate. Um, honestly, uh, my recommendation, I mean, at, at first I thought, this is something I'd be able to help you with in the group coaching, but I, I'm not going to be able to. You, you've gone through everything I would do, and he hasn't found it. Right. Um, I would honestly recommend Dr. Wolfson. He's better at finding this See, than that anybody was possibly else. Possibly, my, my, that, that's why I called because I just want to know if there was any correlation between the heart stuff and the hormones. If there is, one would, I. It, I I don't know of any. I've never come across any correlation between those two things. Logically, it doesn't make any sense to me that that's what's going on. No, it um, doesn't either. And and you read the and, books. And, you, and stress you, is supposed to be stress is a big be another thing along with stress can be a big fat right. But and I can't say I'm stress-free at all well but, here's the thing though but how do you get um, rid of how do you get rid of stress when you when you when the stress that it's that's that uh is the, the thing that's causing you the stress getting rid of it will be more stressful well what you do then is is i don't know how many times you listened to me when i was doing the stress protocol and all that work i did on it yeah getting, I've, I've done them too yeah getting away from the stress is never enough and many times you can't get away from the stress. It's part of our life. So we have to build our stress resilience. And, and it sounds like yeah, you've even been doing those things. 
Yeah, I used to do the cold therapy. Well, wait, uh, why I used to? In the, uh, uh, that's what, where, where we're going to go real quick. In early October, we had a garage sale, and it rained and was cold that day, and I got chilled literally to the bone. I have not been chilled that bad as far back as I can remember. And since then, I stopped doing the cold therapy and went back to warm showers. What about the... Because I did now, not feel right. And, now, now you, you do know that... Uh, and and I cold, absolutely... Oh. With the cold therapy, you're allowed to take a hot shower first, right? You know that. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I, I... Were you doing I, I any enjoyed, of the other I enjoyed the cold. The, cold. Uh, the heat, I was doing heat, and I absolutely it, hate it. Infrared? But I do it. Infrared, I have, I have the, the blanket. Okay. And what about the breathing? I have the, 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 the my high. I try to do it. I can't, I, I can't get my brain to shut off. That's one of my problems is I can't get my brain to shut off. And what even that? with I don't the know breathing, what that means. I can't stay focused. Um, my, my brain races from the moment I wake up, I am so, instantly pissed off. So are you, t well, hold on. Are you and telling my, me that you my brain can't, doesn't, will you, not stop. you can't focus long enough to get through a round of breathing? Not very often. I, I would go to Dr. Wolfson. Uh, I'm not going to be able to help you with this. That was in the back of my head. Yeah. And, and, and that's and, fine. I appreciate, I appreciate the, the truth. I'd rather you tell me you can't, yeah, I can't. And, and direct me in a direction of where I should go than sit back and go, to, well, maybe Kevin can help me with, maybe no, if I do what Kevin says, no. you know. Now, so, and this sounds more severe than I've ever dealt with. Right. And it, 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 it's a roller coaster. It goes, I have great days. I have bad days. And I used to be on an antidepressant for probably 18 years, 15 years, 17 now, years, and now, got off of it. Dr. Wilson will be able to address this better. I have seen some cases, and I hate to say this, and, and I still want you to go to Dr. Wolfson because if there's anybody that's going to have a, an idea or a cure or a way to make this better, it's going to be him. But there is some evidence that, that SSRIs can cause permanent damage to our brain. And, some and sometimes people, I wonder that because it got worse when I eight, got 18 off of years it. is a long time to be on an SSRI, and... It, they it's can been cause around 2000. Yeah. They yeah, can it's cause been around some 2002, permanent damage. 2003 and until I started listening to you and work with Michael, I had hit a stall and we kind of maybe thought it might've been my venoflaxine, which is a fexor. It, yeah. So um, I very, started weaning off. Very bit. familiar with the fexors. It was tough to get off. Wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> It's called, uh, yeah, I remember I talked to you about this, and, and Lisa got off of it, correct? She, she did. Did she uh, ever talk about brain zaps? Yeah, the electrical shocks. Like, yeah. Yeah, in your brain? Yeah. yeah. Well, she, and there's times I can hear, I, I used to hear my eye, eyeballs move. Yeah. No, I, I, I know. And right, I've, my, my eyeballs made, made noise. Yeah, I've researched this and studied a lot. It It, it is in my opinion, criminal that doctors put people on these drugs and never tell them about this. Right. And this, the crazy thing is I felt great on it because I had no cares in the world, but I also got up to almost 400 pounds yeah. because I had no cares in the world. Well, and that may be I, part I, of the, the hormonal dysregulation we're dealing with too. I, I would, I would seriously just do a consult with Dr. Wolfson. 
uh, yeah, that kind of solid. I, I talked to him one time. I had called about something else and they said, yeah, we do consultations, which I never knew at the time. Right. Now I know. So. Right. Okay. That's where I'll probably make a phone call next and set something up with him and go from there. Perfect. Okay. Because are you familiar with the Dutch test from Rupa yes. Health, yeah. Health with the hormone? Yep. Uh, I was in the almost in the fours with the estrogen and I believe less than one on the testosterone. Oh yeah. That's not good. That's not good. And so that's why you feel so bad, but we've got to figure out why those hormones just won't balance. I mean, you're you're eating the right diet. You're, you're doing enough to be lowering or reducing stress. We, there should be more improvement happening than what's happening. And you've been doing it a long time. Um, so I, I don't think more yeah, time on any of this was stuff. 3.26. Yeah. My estradiol was 3.26, which was uh, high. Oh, let's see. The, the, the previous one was four. My previous one was 4.7. So I went from 4.7 to 3.0. Yeah, that, uh, whatever I just said. That, that's, a, that's a move. 3.26. But I, 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 I don't, you know, I, I don't want to give you false hope and just say, keep doing this and it'll keep getting better. Cause I'm not sure that it will. I, I think there's something that somebody's missed here. Yeah, I, I do too. And, uh, I'm just looking at it real quick. The testosterone was 28 and then the other test was before that was 25. So my testosterone went up three num- digits, but yeah, I, I don't, yeah. I, I I think there's still something missing. I think the things you're doing are making I, I do those minor improvements, what. right? I, I The things you're doing are making the minor improvements, but I, I'm not very optimistic that it's going to fix it. Yeah, because I, I did a, also did a food sensitivity test, which that was something the doctor suggested doing, which I, I already told him I did. And my two high things are, or my highest my my only red red line or red items was eggs and egg yolks. So I completely eliminated them, and I was eating that's, four to six raw egg yolks a day before that. That's an interesting. You shouldn't and be then my, sensitive my, to eggs. My next two in yellow, yeah, my next two in yellow was coffee and cow's milk, and then I was green on everything else. Okay. Yeah, I don't know that I would have done a food sensitivity test. I don't really see a whole lot of correlation with that here either. But uh, I, I had it already. Yeah. It was the yeah, only reason I did fine. it. I bought it for my daughter, and we did never do it when she was diagnosed with MS. Okay. And yeah, we and- never did the test. And so it was just sitting on the shelf. And I'm like, I called, got a hold of uh, Everly Well, and they said, yeah, you can still do it. It's not expired. So I, oh, I did it just for my own curiosity. So, yeah. Because uh, I there's something, there's something somewhere, and I was just throw, I'm well, throwing the, darts at a board. Just the, the one clue here, I, I, I yeah, the one clue here is that somebody eating as clean in carnivore as you are should not be showing sensitivities. To it. Now, let me ask you this: Where do you get your eggs? I was getting them from a local farmer okay. who pastured them, with the exception of grain. You know, giving them feed. Supplemental yeah. feed. Yeah, almost everybody but does. I, you, give my I can go out. Everybody. I can go. I can go out into his pasture and play right. with his chickens if I want okay. to. Okay. So I, I was going to say maybe he moves them. 
you know, maybe if they're factory farmed eggs, that that would be the issue. But no, that's not I try to stay. Away. I've tried yeah. to stay away from them for years now. Yeah. Um, no. I I don't have any other ideas. Okay. I I I, I appreciate the honesty. That's the answer. It's an answer. It's more more than nothing. Then yeah. Let's let's just keep throwing the darts at the board. I I I, I and I, I want to say this all started in 2019, the late 2000, before even COVID was an issue. The, the, something was something there, something happened. I don't know what it was. Okay, so there was no like traumatic life event. No, not that I'm okay. aware of. No, you would know it. I mean, it's it's usually something big—the loss of a loved one, the death, the divorce, a job loss. Um, occasionally, when somebody's nope. you know borderline hormonally, one of those kind of major life events can push them right over, and sometimes it's hard to recover from that. But I, I'm not hearing that. That's what I mean. I, I'm just out of ideas. Yeah, yeah. I, the, there's only like one other thing right there on the edge, and I have a hard time talking about it, and that's because it's my marriage. That, that's that, why I said getting rid of my stress may cause more stress. That, that may end up being what this is. I mean, that is. Unfortunately. I, I, yeah, I, I can't. I mean, there really isn't anything bigger. I mean, that, that's the biggest relationship in our life. It's the most important relationship. It's the most painful if it ends. It's it's the most. You know, it's brutal when it's it's ongoing and it's it's not good. That that may turn out to be a big part of what's happening. I would still definitely consult with Dr. Wolfson and, and let him dig to see if he finds something else. But but be sure you you give him that history as well. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks, Kevin. I'll let you get on another call. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. One of the problems that I discovered um, with my, you know, doing all the work on the stress protocol is that sometimes we find somebody in a place that we can't get them out of that place. I would do the consult with doctor. You know, I was going to say, if you're not wearing a Garmin watch, we may be able to do that and pick up a pattern of stress, but I, I, I don't think I would mess with that. I think I would go to Doctor Wolfson on this one. Let's uh, let's go to California. Anthony, welcome. Hey, good morning, Kevin. What can I help you with today? Uh, uh, well, I've been having. I just recently started running again, okay. and, and having uh, my what first started to happen is uh, my Achilles on both legs started to tighten up. Well, then, then it worked its way up to my calf and started to get tight. And I kept on, uh, you know, I, I was, you know, I tried to run through it and it uh, wound up pulling the muscle, my right calf muscle. And uh, went to physical therapist, gave me some exercises. And uh, it, it helped and, you know, went away, but went, started, you know, running again and it came right back. And I can't seem to get through it. So how long did you go ahead? How long did you take a break? Maybe a good, uh, couple of weeks, almost a, almost a month. Was the pain it's, it's probably about three weeks completely gone at that point? Yeah. But then as soon as you started running, the pain I, started coming back. Yeah. Okay. Tell me about your diet. So uh, I was, well, no, I've been eating clean since uh, 2019. Okay, the only that... thing I had 
and uh, that hasn't changed. That's only, right. What? No, I'm asking. Well, I did. I had uh, when I start back in September. Uh, when I started running again, um, I did stop drinking, and, and I didn't have any beer for like three weeks, and then that was when I pulled my muscle, and then I uh, was uh, laying around in pain. And I started drinking beer again. So right now, so that's not helping. I'm beer, but I, I had stopped. And, yeah, I know. And it, it alcohol itself is a toxin. I had some last night, so I'm not here yeah. to be a you know Bible thumper and tell you you can't ever drink alcohol again. Um, but I will tell you it's a toxin in any right. amount. But you've got a double whammy. Yep. Beer is made from what? Wheat. You're not grain free. Yeah. You're eating one of the worst or drinking one of the worst forms of grains. It goes straight to your bloodstream with the dose of alcohol. So if if you don't want yeah. to quit the alcohol at the moment, I would switch to something other than beer. Um, wine, cider, and now with either wine or cider, you got to watch the carbs. So if you're, you know, if you're still borderline and you're trying yeah. to stay very low carb, uh, you know, you could get drier wines. Um, you could go to something like a tequila um, or a vodka. Neither one of those are made from grains. Um, I would minimize the drinking during this time or quit completely until we, we clear this up. But I, I, the be- as long as you've got the beer in your diet, all bets are off, really. You're getting alcohol and grains, yeah. and we know when people consume grains, they get more joint and muscle pain. Yeah. So I think what's happening is is the, the, the grains and the alcohol are interfering some. You really only waited three weeks, and that may not be enough to heal, especially if you were drinking during that time. Your body doesn't heal well when you're drinking. So I, I don't think there's anything major right. here. I think you, you did some fairly severe damage to a muscle, and we haven't given it enough time to recover. This would be a great uh, opportunity to use infrared. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's one of the best benefits of infrared. It, it will do, it will start repairing tissue. Okay. Now, the thing is, be careful if you go out uh, and buy stuff. There's a whole bunch of infrared products on the market that are garbage. They're infrared. They're not the right spectrum. They're yeah. not the right power. You find really cheap infrared stuff. out. Good, full-spectrum near infrared is fairly expensive. Okay. So would you recommend the light or the blanket or both? Uh, Probably both, but if I could only pick one, I would probably pick that, um, the, the heating pad, not even the full blanket, because we're, we, all we need to do is get the infrared on your calf itself. And we actually want to focus right. on the calf and put more power there than the blanket has. So I think I would use the infrared heating pad we have in the store. Okay. And I would, I would, good. I would alternate between the heat of the infrared and ice. Okay. I've been, I started out using ice and then I went to then, the heat. I haven't been alternating that yet. Yeah, and then the other thing I would say is, when you said you went back to running, is, is are, are you a pretty big runner? Did you used to be a pretty big runner? But yeah, I used to be. I um, I ran track in high school and college, and I okay. pretty much uh, ran have, on regular basis. I was in my mid thirties. 
are you then, are you wearing like I've always a, been active. you wearing like a fairly expensive running shoe? Uh, no, it's not fairly expensive. I just, I did pick up a new pair, but it was only like $75. So yeah, you know what you might want it when you go back to running, but I, I would stay off of this for quite a while till we're sure it's done. When you do go back, go back really easy <laughs> to see if you have any twinges at all. In the meantime, what I would have you do is explore, um, minimalist running shoes. Really, the healthiest okay. way for our body to run is in bare feet. That's pretty rough for most people to try yeah. to run in bare feet, but there are some companies, Zero Shoe is one of them. They make really minimalist shoes. Part of the problem with running shoes, they've been designed to make it easier to run and to run faster and longer, and they do that by putting your feet in a really unnatural position. It, it does make you run faster. Yeah. But you also end up running, uh, and they even teach you to run like this, heel to toe. And the shoe is is elevated on the heel, so it, it takes away from that true heel to toe motion you should be using. So I, I would first just stop the running for a while. You know what you might want to do is walk. Yeah, I do that quite a bit. Well, I have a dog, so I, we walk about 15 minutes a day, at least three or four times a day so. Yeah, that, that I would walk. Um, and, and if you were to start some feeling some twinges in that calf when you were walking, I'd even back off that. This muscle may just need rest. But when you come back, I would look into minimalist shoes and, and not trying to break any speed or distance records when you start running again. Just go easy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. I, I was kind of wondering if... Because I'd never had issues with my Achilles before, and I was wondering if part of that might have been, you know, being a truck driver, sitting the way I do all day driving, if that might have caused it with, you know, having issues with the Achilles. Not, that, they're in both legs in it. But the must, the pain itself is in the calf, right? Or do you also right. have pain down in the foot? Right. Yeah. Oh no! If it's in the calf, that then no, I'm not. That that's a that's a pulled calf muscle. That isn't anything like uh, plantar fasciitis yeah. or anything like that. It, this just yeah. sounds like you pulled a calf muscle and you just haven't healed okay. it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thanks, give, Kevin. You're welcome. Give that's that a shot today. and uh, follow up with me and let me know. Let's go to Kentucky. Mike, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin, thank you for taking my call, man. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, um, I just want uh, some comments. Uh, it was a couple of weeks ago or probably a week ago that some of uh, our tribe member called talking about a book about grounding. Uh, I believe the name was uh, Earthing. Yes. After I uh, listened to that book, I believe that was something that you may have to check it out as a missing link on all the protocols that you are trying to get to the, I believe that's the only thing that we're missing at this point why, after I finish why, the book. Why do, you, uh, why do you think we're missing it? I've been recommending grounding for 10 years. Yeah, but, yeah, but still, I mean, it's kind of hard to do any uh, grounding with the way our life is these days. Well, and, well, uh, well, well wait, hold, um, on, hold on, Mike, Mike, we, we, we're not missing yes. it. We talk about it. We talk about the benefits of it. Almost everything we do and recommend is really hard with our modern life. 
I, that's the whole point. It's why we're so sick. Our modern life is not good for our health. So all of these things are hard. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's exactly. kind of the point. Eating, eating a really good, clean diet is, is for a lot of people, almost impossible in our world. They're surrounded by food. Oh, they, tell me about it. Yeah, so you, you know. I mean, changing your diet was really hard, but... Almost everybody that changes their diet and says it's so hard, if they persist at some point, they, they're like me. They're like, well, this isn't hard at all. This is the easiest way I've ever eaten in my life. If all I have to do is make sure I have a bunch of cooked meat and some hard-boiled eggs and some raw eggs in my refrigerator and that's the food I eat, what could be easier? But in the beginning, it was hard. My, my stress protocol, I talk about it all the time. My stress protocol is incredibly powerful. It works really well. I still fight to have the discipline to do it as often as I should. I go months without doing it sometimes. It's hard with our busy life and busy schedules. So grounding's no different. It's it's the same as we need to get out in the sunshine and get more vitamin D more, but but we don't always have time. So I, I don't, I'm, yeah, I love that you read the book and you understand it and it is important, but we're not missing it here. We, we've been big proponents of grounding for a long time. And now I'm a big proponent no, of, no, that, of Wim Hof breathing and I, I'm a big proponent of yeah. the, the X3 bar and resistance training and the cold exposure and that, the, the infrared. That's what I'm trying to, yeah. to say. I, I guess I, I was not completely, uh, you know, my way, I guess it was not the right way to say, but oh, uh, just okay. to incorporate yeah. it to what we're trying to do, you know, Absolutely. Um, probably uh, I, I just, you, I guess is going to, you're going to be the person, the, the best person, I guess, now that you have all your uh, own history with all the tests that you have been doing all these years. Right. Um, just to give it a try and tell us, hey. Uh, there is something here, you know, just well, I've been for sure because you have the data, you know, to to validate like uh, your body battery and all the stuff that you have been doing all this uh, in the last two years, uh, I guess, trying to incorporate and see where, where we at. I mean, uh, if it's something that we viable that, that we can actually incorporate and use. Absolutely. It just, is. just to see. Just, uh, no, absolutely. It is. Right now, I, I don't have now, any here's, here, I don't have any data or nothing. Well, I can tell you it works. I got tons of data. It works. But here's here's the thing. This isn't one of those things that there's a clear measurement that we can take in our body before and then take another measurement later and see an improvement. I, I don't know what we would measure to try to figure yeah, that yeah, out. I, because I, it, I, I, I understand that. If you read the book, you understand what, why there's a benefit to grounding. It is actually, it helps scavenge free radicals. It helps fix... Yeah. Um, oxidative, them, yeah. right, oxidative damage, but we can't really measure that stuff. So I really... No, no, no. That's, that's what I'm saying. But for example, you do have that uh, data that you can compare. Like right now that you say, hey, I, I can get up my battery up to like the 40s. That, and that, right now, because of the well, hold on. pace that you are having, hold you on. may be able grounding that no. to, to bring it up a little bit more no. or something like that. I don't know. No, I'm, I'm telling you, I haven't found anything I can measure. That you can measure it. All right. I, no, I, I just I, wanted I, to... Yeah, it, it, there bring it may up be... And see if you, what, what were your thoughts about? 
Yeah, I'm on. Come on in. You're fine. Again, there may be, and I, I don't know, I've looked at a lot of different testing over the years. What we would have to look at like our antioxidant levels in our body. I mean, that that's what's changing. I, I don't know of any easy test to do that, though. So this is one of those things that I don't need any more proof to know that this is really good for us. Here's one right. of the things we can look at. Um we were healthiest as hunter-gatherers. How often were hunter-gatherers in direct contact with the earth? Oh, almost 100% of the time, except when you were grabbing something from a tree or from top of the rock or something. But uh, yeah, the, almost 100% of the time. The, the rock actually <laughs> conducts the same electricity, and I believe it, it the tree. Conducts, so, yeah, 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 the answer might actually, about, yeah. right. The answer may actually be 100% of the time. That's how much hunter-gatherers were connected directly to the earth. Are there people in cities today that might go six months or more and never come in contact with the Without earth? Without touching it. Yep, exactly. So that's why we don't need any more proof to know that this is beneficial and we should go do it as often as we possibly can. In the summertime for me... It is 10 or 12 hours a day. I never put on shoes or socks in the summertime. Yep. So, yeah, get get out so, and yeah, get but grounding. That, that, that was the only uh, way I, I just give you a call uh, about that so older people can uh, probably yeah. listen to and give some ideas how to do it better, you know, in our work. So, and, uh, as far as better, that, here's... That's pretty, much, that's pretty much it. As far as better, here's what I can tell you on that. More is better. So every time you get the opportunity to take your feet off and step in the grass, you should do it. Even if it's five minutes or less, still do it. There are times where it's better. There are conditions that make the grounding even better. One of them that almost everybody has access to is wet grass. When it rains. Wet grass. When, right it, in the morning. when yep. it's dewy in the morning, rain. right? Anytime the grass is wet because water helps us conduct electricity, the absolute best is walking in shallow water in the ocean, walking right on the edge of the beach yep. in the water. That's that salt water on the boat. really yep. conducts electricity better than anything. So, so we get even more of the grounding effect um, with that. You know, Dr. Mercola who was one of the guys who figured out a lot of this stuff, lived and, and worked in Chicago his whole life. Uh, and after he learned all this stuff, he moved to Florida. He wanted the sunshine. He wanted the grounding on the beach and, and in the ocean. And, and, you know, it was worth it for him to make that move because that was a healthier lifestyle. All right, Mike, I appreciate the call and uh, the, the reminder about the book. I actually have the book. I haven't read it yet. I am, uh, I am quite behind on my reading list these days. All right, um, we blew through the first hour there. We are out of calls. I will wait uh, just about 30 seconds or so. If I see another call coming in here, I'll hang out. If not, uh, I am going to get back to the show. It is possible i'm not sure yet it is possible you uh if you're listening on the app today you may just hear me pop in live um, i did not bring an extra broadcast headset with me so um i may take a look and see if there's a 
guitar world anywhere. I don't know if Chattanooga is big enough to have a guitar world or not. See if I could buy a headset somewhere. I may pop in live later today. I'll try to send out a, uh, a message on the tribes if I do that. So stay tuned. Oh, looks like calls are coming back in. All right. We will uh, we'll get back to some calls. Let, oh, oh, hold on. Hold on. I didn't mean to do that. I grabbed the wrong call. Sorry, Chelsea. Okay. I will. Uh, Chelsea, if you want to get one of those over to me pretty quick, I see you're getting flooded with calls there. So. If you get one screened, I'll pick that up. Um, did I have any other thoughts on grounding? Not really. Just just get out and do it more. Um, go barefoot. Get some minimalist shoes. That the the company that I talked about, I think it's Zero Shoe. I have some of their um, like summer sandals. They use all natural materials in their soles, leather and things that will conduct electricity. So as long as you don't have a bunch of artificial materials in your shoes, you can get some grounding even with shoes on. But you've got to get a specific shoe that's designed for that. All right, let's uh, let's grab this call. All right, we're going to head off to Massachusetts. Todd, welcome. Hey, Kevin. Uh, Yeah, it is. It's me. Um, So I I just wanted to go maybe backwards over the last couple of calls, starting with the most recent caller. I I think what he meant was we don't stress it enough on the show uh, about grounding. I've only just started doing it myself, and I happen to be barefoot in uh, some gravel at the moment we're talking. um, But for those of us who can't... One of the challenges on this show is think of all the topics we've explored and covered in the last eight or nine years. Um, when was the last time we well, talked about yeah. yogurt? When was the last time we yeah, talked about the gut microbiome? There's so much that if I wanted to touch on all of these topics on a regular basis, my open would be 20 minutes every day and I'd be repeating myself a lot. So it's one of those things that it, as it comes up in the calls, we'll, we'll cover it, but there's only so much airtime. Exactly. Yeah. And then to just leave it to big mouths like me. There you go. <laughs> I'll, I'll chime in. So, That's uh, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, I was just thinking, you know, not everybody can do that grounding as much. And I think you've mentioned it and just for other people that they do have, I haven't seen them myself yet, but some kind of, shoe if you can as a truck driver if you don't have to wear a safety shoe i doubt they come in safety shoes but they have a some kind of a copper thing in the sole that goes through to the foot i think it's a sandal and um you can ground so if you're waiting for someone to unload just got to walk over to you know any strip of grass and and walk and you can get grounded that way and the uh the other fellow who called who had this that pretty wild weight swing of something like 140 pounds yeah um you know like it's like i said it's easy for me sitting out here when i don't have to speak live like you do but I was thinking anything he's doing, including alcohol or medications or um, uh, that would throw off his um, what was it? Oh, low testosterone, throw off his testosterone levels. And, and uh, who knows? I, I don't know if you covered it, but if he's if he's into soy, whether he knows it or not. No, um, he. I mean, he, he. You know, I didn't go through the whole diet. I don't have time to do a food journal and that. But he, he said he had been eating really clean yeah. and I'd go, had gone back to heavy carnivore. Can't imagine there's any soy in the diet. This is too extreme at this point. Now, one of the things I always have to do, and I'm not saying this because of that caller with every caller, I don't know that people tell Mm -hmm. me the truth. Sometimes people might not even be telling themselves the truth. You know, sometimes somebody says I cheat a little and I find out they eat grains every single day. That's not cheating a little. That's a pretty 
big, like and I've talked or, about it. If you don't get yeah. all of the grains out of your diet, a hundred percent, you may not get the results. Right. So you that's why I focused on the beer. It, it's alcohol and grains. Yeah, that, well, that could be the trigger here that is keeping him from getting healthy. And the other thing that's in that beer that we didn't touch on and that could be responsible for his mood swings, which I think is connected to his gut, because I, I read a book called The Second Brain. It's all about the gut microbiome, but is the glyphosate that's definitely yes. in that beer. Yes, and absolutely. So that's a big red flag, and I hope he's listening. I mean, that's, I, well, and that ties into the third thing is about Herschel and um, Dr. Wolfson. They, they found glyphosate in my blood. And I was a raw vegan for as long as I could, maybe two years, and that's undoubtedly where I picked it up. But, um, you know, so he got it in, it showed up in my blood, and, and hopefully, you know, I won't be adding any other unknowingly. But right. in terms of Herschel, it, it was interesting to me because I am also a, a patient of, of Dr. Wolfson's office and Dr. Vitanza and, um, and Herschel and I had the same thing. And they, as far as I can tell, they treated us wildly different. And I, you know, he tests, he doesn't guess. So I'm sure so, there was so, a reason for so, it. Yeah. Hold but, on. Hold on. There is no yeah. way any of us in any, we could get Herschel back on the line, all of that. There's no way we know that you two got treated the same for different reasons. There, there's so much that goes yeah, into all this different. in the background that, yeah, they, they saw something. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. They, what, I, what Hershey was saying, I, some of the things he was saying, I never heard of in my life. And I was like, wait, I had the same thing. But no, you they, didn't have tests, the same thing. That's tests. what you have so to stop saying. Very, you don't have the same thing. Did not have the same. No, you might have similar saying. things. We did. Not. Oh, well, sorry, we had similar, and then it was AFib, but the treatment was completely different. Correct, the because there's diagnosis. lots. Of, well, here's the thing: how many different things could cause stress? Yeah, shake a stick. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, if we if we see one thing causing stress, we might have a solution for that. If we see something completely different causing stress, we might have a completely different solution. But you'd be saying, but we came in for the same thing. Right. right, right. No. And the blood work, it, it's is it's as specific as you can get. And like I said, they found the glyphosate. I mean, they found um, the rarest mineral on planet earth is something called tellurium if i have it right and they found it in my blood so anyway they address these things they found a selenium deficiency which is also super rare that someone has they tell me that someone has a selenium deficiency so obviously i'm addressing that with the brazil nuts but so maybe that's why you know different people get treated differently for the same general diagnosis but it, it was fascinating to me to listen to him and how he's being uh, treated oh and i texted him before before he brought it up, because um, I have his number, while you guys were talking about uh, EMF, and then he brought it up, and I don't know what I meant to say to him, so I don't know if he saw it or not, was that what, because he was the one with the shaky legs, right? Was it him? Yeah. Herschel, um, yeah. So it had me thinking of, yeah, it was had me thinking about the nerve signaling or conduction, and I and so I wondered, uh, not so much about defense, or offense as much as defense and, and how what is he possibly being exposed to i don't know what he hauls in his truck i used to haul hazmat or any other thing in his life uh where, like where he sleeps at night um uh, anyway what emf he might be exposed to i mean obviously you want to block him if you can but um, eliminating it is you know we're all about the elimination diet it's just another form of elimination and anyway that's what i i was wondering about for him when he he mentioned the shaky legs 
That's you know, we had uh, we, two, two, two cases today that I, I just won't speculate on because they've already been through all the speculation. Right. They've already been through the, the right. let, let's guess and see what happens. And now it's time to to test. We got to test, not guess now. Right? Yeah. And I'm fine with guessing. It, it doesn't cost anything. It's, it's a lot less expensive. And, and many times it will work once it doesn't. Like the call today, I tried to ask about some things, all those things that had already been handled. At that point, anything else I would recommend would be pure speculation, and he's already been through enough of that. Yeah, oh, definitely. Um, me too. And, and one day I'll go into all the emotional stuff. That's why I was, I don't know if I just said, yeah, the, the brain, the, the, the second brain is the gut. There's a book like that. And, and so when that caller who, who went up and down by about 140 pounds and he said he was always pissed. Dude, that was my life. I was just so angry and depressed. I can't, I won't even try it. But anyway, that's what made me think well, here, that here's, gut needs to be healed. Well, and here's the thing. I, I could speculate that it's a gut issue, but he said he had a gut microbiome test done. Whose test, who interpreted right. it, but, but it, they, they've addressed, somebody's addressed it. For me right now, to, for me to work with him, if I said, look, I think this is a gut microbiome thing, I'm speculating again. I'm just throwing a dart at a board and saying, it could be this, and all I'm going to do is have to run him through a whole gut protocol thing and hope it works. We're still not sure how to rebuild yeah. our gut microbiome sometimes. Yeah, no, I, I know, and um, I... I'm always passionate about this stuff, but I'm a little bit more about the gut because, well, A, is because I've always had a giant gut, and B, because I really do, I don't want to jinx myself. I think it's starting to go away, and I think it's starting to go away because of this protocol Dr. Wilson has me on, and that, anyway. That's um, why I don't want to speculate you know, and try one more thing that I'm guessing at. I'd rather he just go to Dr. Wolfson and, and get it done. Yeah. One of the um, next chapter, I... These are the coaching calls. Are you going to uh, tape them and play them, or is it just kind of a private thing? No, it's a private thing. Yeah, those they, they will be oh, recorded. Okay. That way, if I need to go back and, yep. you know, because I, I will be working with people on an ongoing basis. So there may be times where I go back to the recording and say, I want to listen to what they were telling me again. But those will never be released anywhere, no. Okay. All right. I just, I was just curious. And uh, two reasons. One of the things two, two, I have two reasons. Yeah. One, and I know it's a group, so you're already, you know, talking about your health in a group, but it's a closed group. You know, we're not just going to blast it all right. over the internet because people are sometimes sensitive about their health issues. And the other thing is, you get the benefit from being in that class, whether I help you or not. So if we just blast it all over the place, everybody gets the benefit of all the work being done in that class. They're not paying for it. Right. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it makes it makes total sense. I think that's part of the reason why I wanted. I was curious to know. Um, the other thing. Uh, one more thing about grounding. You'd mentioned walking in the ocean is the best. I happened to just come across this little tidbit that you're familiar probably with the periodic table of elements, and yeah. um, I think there's whatever there's like ninety or ninety two elements and. A few of them are gases, but, you know, uh, ocean water has all the entire periodic table of elements in it, in the right proportions. And, and, um, I didn't know that. This, this was, uh, are you sure? Yeah. Dude, I, I, yes. I, uh, I almost crashed into a bridge when I heard that. Wait, well, wait a minute. Wait, let, I, let me, let me ask you what you meant by that. When you say it has 
all of the periodic elements. I did not know that. But next you said in the right amounts. The right amounts for what? Well, for, for human body. Like well, many calls ago, I, I remember telling you, and this is in a book I read in the 80s. It was called 2201 Curious Facts. And it was that a shark, what shark is it? Well, wait, it could wait, swim. Let, let, let's step back a second. Because. Oh, yeah. I, I know yeah. I asked that question, but I don't care, I guess. Yeah. I really don't care what the answer is because we can't drink seawater, so who cares if they're all in there? Well, you'd be partially right, but partially wrong. You can take it, you know, the dose is the poison. You can take it in small amounts, and I think but, it was but like here, 10 but, cc's but, is what I heard. But come on, 10 cc's of salt water cannot have any real amount of 92 heavy metals. Well, salt does. I mean, just a crystal of salt would have it. Like, um, well, well so I, I eat sea salt all my life. So who cares if it's in those salt water? I'm not going to drink the ocean water. Well, there's some that evaporate when you put it into a container. Those are the trace minerals that go away. Um, yeah, I'm not, but, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not, not drinking ocean water. Just, no, I'm, I'm not even. They, they used to do it um, subcutaneously. They'd give you a shot. This goes back to about 1908. So then why don't we still do that? If that worked, because if there was some... Got it stopped. No, come on. Come on. The natural health community has explored about everything we can... I, I'm not saying we're never going to figure anything new out. But if this really had some health benefit... We've got so many good practitioners working on this stuff, reading these books. I have never once come across any single practitioner that's a drinker inject seawater. Well, I'm a drinker from a fire hose of this stuff all day long. You say truck drivers should have their PhD in something. Well, I'm listening to this stuff all day, every well, you day. Got, you also and have to start discerning better, maybe, because there is some real garbage out there. There's a lot of garbage out there. And I think this right. is one no, of them. I, I do not see a single benefit from drinking or injecting seawater. Okay. Well, the other part of the story is this particular person, I, he is a scientist. I, I will be able to get his name. I just don't have it right now. He was in Brazil doing some research on indigenous people through Weston A. Price. And uh, he was sick to the point where he was going to die because he was that remote somewhere in Brazil. And he couldn't get to a doctor because there literally was no doctor. And someone gave him some ampules of seawater. I'm not a chip exactly what they called it. It was in a local language, but it was basically ocean water. And yeah, I'm not buying it. Saved it. His life. I, I, I'm not buying it. No. Nope. Well, I'll call back with, with the details on it But it won't matter. It's, you, you can say he's a scientist. You can tell me he graduated from Harvard and got an upper degree from MIT. It's not going to matter. I don't buy this one. Anybody can write anything they want. Well, I, I have read way too much of this garbage that never turns into anything. And look, I, I think everybody listening knows I keep an open mind about this stuff. I, I, but at some point, I've got enough information and enough research to say, no, I don't see it. And this is one of them. And at some point, well, if somebody uh, actually puts real evidence in front of me, that I will be the first one to come back on the air and, boy, and say, boy, there's another one I got wrong, but I don't think so. Okay, and this might be one that I get wrong, but I will try to present that real evidence. I'll, I'll try to find it. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll call back with it okay. eventually. But it could be you know, a case of it's 1901, and, you know, and, and if I tell you, you and me are standing around the farm, and it's 1901, and I say, hey, you know what, by 19... Uh, I forget the year, say 1968, Americans will walk on the moon. You're freaking crazy. 
And that, I've heard enough in this that, Todd, 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 <laughs> that was a horrible <laughs> analogy. Yes, sir. Come on. We went from okay. things that are natural to putting a man on the moon, which takes incredible amounts of technology. Of course, we wouldn't have believed that in 1902. It's things being discovered, not necessarily natural. But this, you meant. already this told me, Todd, this was discovered 120 years ago. That was my point. If it's been discovered, it's been researched, it would have either been proven or disproven. If it was proven and there was some benefit, like it actually saved this guy's life when he was that sick, this would be a thing, like grounding. Why do we all believe Same in grounding? Right. Because it it's was proven. Flawed. Because why do you believe right now, in and I know it works. Yeah, I'm not buying this one. Okay. All right, well, you know, it just things about It's not like it just and, was just discovered. Know, no, but Kevin, it really was squashed, just like all the cancer cures. You but know why so so but oh, okay, but we those are no longer squashed. We know what causes cancer. We know how to avoid cancer. We know what causes metabolic syndrome. We know how to, all of those things were squashed, every one of them. We've discovered them. We have thousands of people digging for these things. That's my point. We're not going to make any big new breakthroughs on this stuff. The, the big new breakthroughs, the, the best way to be completely healthy is to go back and live the most primal life you can possibly live. That's what we know. I do not really believe that many hunter-gatherers were drinking seawater, and they certainly weren't injecting it. Well, they're, I mean, they're eating fish out of the water. Maybe you get a CC or out of that. I mean, well, I, I don't know. I eat I'm fish just, out of I the ocean, heard, too, so if that's it. it but, but there's lots of people who don't eat fish out of the ocean, and they're still really healthy. So, yeah, there, there's just... Not, not enough evidence here for me people at all, and too much evidence to say this is bunk. Well, they said, one thing else I, I remember from that podcast was people left the ocean, but the ocean didn't leave them, meaning our blood is chemically identical to seawater. You should be able to verify that while I'm talking to you. I'm pretty sure it's true, but, um, you know, if it's not... So, like I, can just, so, if, so I don't need a blood transfusion. I can just inject some seawater instead. Correct. They did it during the Civil War. Absolutely true story. And they didn't have enough blood. Then why don't we? St why blood. don't so we much. still do it? Because there's been because there's no money in it. It's OG one is free. That's the same reason with cancer cures. I've cured Todd. 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 With, Todd with there is money in natural cures. <laughs> I, it's how I pay the bills around here. But they get squashed. If you go far enough. Okay, Todd. Todd. Uh, 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 done. We're done. We're done. You're right. just repeating yourself, and then I have to repeat myself. I know you say it's squashed, but, but everything was squashed. But th this one, I'm just not buying. So I'm going to cut you loose. Okay. We're not going to keep right. repeating ourselves. Thanks. All right. We're going to go to Connecticut. Ron, welcome. Hey, good morning, Cameron. How are we doing today? Good. What's on your mind? So I like to talk about bone broth. Uh, I make my own, and I do it in an Instapot. However, my Instapot only has a high feature. And according to the book, it goes from 240 to 250 degrees. So my question is, am I damaging no. the collagen and the fat and everything at that? No, no, no the, the fat isn't going to get damaged for a significantly higher temperature than that because the animal fats are the most stable. Um, that's not hot enough to really do any damage to the collagen. And most of what we want to get out of bone broth are minerals 
and almost no amount of heat damages the minerals. Okay. So I I, 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 I tried looking it up. No, it, it, and when I, I, I don't make bone broth all that often anymore because I really like the Lona life and it's just so convenient and I, I like everything about it. But when I do make bone broth, I am more likely to use a, a pressure cooker to do it rather than to go the 48 hours on the stovetop. I get better results. I get more more right, of the yeah. gelatin in there. It's so much faster, and, and I don't worry about damaging anything. Okay. Because I, I, I tried looking it up online, and, you know, if You'll I get, got 10,000 results, 5,000 re- right. was good. 5,000 results, that you're doing it that Yeah, yeah. It, 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 exactly. Okay, uh, one other question. One other question I have um, for storing it. Now, can I water bath can the bone broth? If you are going to water bath can it, you're going to have to do it for three hours. You can water bath bone broth. It's a three-hour process. If you pressure can it, it would be a 75-minute process in pints and a 90-minute process in quarts. And then three hours okay, if you water bath, whether it's pints or quartz. Right. Okay. Yeah, maybe it's time for me to get a pressure canner. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you have, I don't it, have one yet. But. Well, then just water bath it. If you if, if you don't have a pressure canner, then okay. just water bath. It's three hours, and not that big of a deal. Okay. So now I have to I have to submerge the the jars in water though, right? In a pot in the oven. Well, That's not, how that works. I, I don't, I'm not familiar, too familiar. Oh, okay. You can look up instructions on how to water bath, but I'll give them to you. Um, you don't need to sterilize anything. Uh, in a lot of directions, you're going to see sterilize your lids, your jars, all that. You don't have to sterilize them. They're going to be in boiling water for three hours. If that doesn't sterilize them, I don't know what does. So skip all the steps that say you have to sterilize everything. Fill a pot so that it's deep enough that you can get your jars completely submerged. The entire jar lid, everything goes under the water. And it should stay under the water for the whole three hours. So sometimes, you know, if you've got a rolling boil and it's evaporating quickly, you might want to have another pot boiling there so you can just add to it as you need to and you won't cool it down. But it really is as simple as... Put your bone broth in. Make sure you've got the correct amount of head space. Head space is important. Put the lid on. Tighten the lid. Right. Submerge them. Boil them for three hours, and you're good. Oh, okay, so that extra three hours of boiling isn't going to hurt the bone broth, like you said, right? Not at all. No, not at all. I, I, If I make bone broth now, I do can it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because usually when I do it, I'll do two batches. I'll boil. The, I'll I'll do the first one, and then if the bones aren't completely falling apart, then I'll leave the bones in. I'll throw in a new set of bones. Oh yeah, and Good. you know, go from there. Good. I usually make a couple of, because I make a lot of it. So yeah, well then <laughs> I, I'm actually starting to replace my. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say then you definitely want to can it because it really doesn't last long. Because well, I, uh, I, I do uh, the Bulletproof Coffee every morning, but I'm trying to get away from some of the caffeine, so I've been doing Bulletproof Bone Broth, <laughs> which is absolutely, just absolutely delicious and 
I'm oh, yeah. getting some pretty good results with it. So. Oh, yeah. I, I re- yeah. That's how I do my bone broth in the afternoon. In fact, I'll probably have a cup when I get off the show today because I'm feeling like another hot liquid today. I already drank two cups of coffee today, which is too much for me. But I got up at three o'clock in the morning. So um, a cup of bone broth right now with some butter right. and some light balance sounds really good. Absolutely. Excellent. All right, my friend, thank you so much. Thanks for everything you do. That's all I needed today. You uh, are welcome. Let's, uh, the calls keep on coming. We'll keep taking them. Let's go to Ohio. Tony, welcome. Kevin, how are you doing, Kevin? I am doing wonderful. What's uh, what's on your mind today? Oh, I got too excited when you had a couple of callers talking about grounding. Yes. And I guess I decided to call you to give you a... Uh, I've been practicing grounding for quite a while. Um, I've read the book uh, by James Nestor about breathing, and I've, I've been doing the wind hop for a while. I do two uh, rounds every morning as soon as I get out of bed. Good. But the grounding... <laughs> Uh, the grounding is something special. I mean, you get out there, like you were talking about green grass, you know, like wet grass. Right. What you do is, what you need is a rag, take your shoes off, take your rag, wipe your feet, put your shoes back on. And it, and it, it, it only takes a few minutes. I mean, it changes you. Yeah. No, um, it, it really I does. Do a it's a great of, uh, practice. Yeah. And, and what, what I do, and I can prove this to, I tell people, I say, hey, take your shoes off. In about 10 to 15 minutes of walking on just grass or dirt or wet ground, whatever, um, I can do about 50 steps, spread hole walking on concrete or asphalt, you know, with soles on with shoes on. As soon as I hit that ground and I'm like 10, 15 minutes on the ground, you know, stepping on, on grass, I can max it up to 80, 70. I mean, it's so easy to get up there. Oh, good. Um, push-ups. It, that's, that's another thing, the push-ups. I can drop right. I'm I'm almost 57. I mean, in four months I'll be 57. I can drop and do 25, 30 push-ups. Excellent. Without grounding. I mean, that's like okay, my max. As soon as I do the grounding, I can max it up to 60. And I'm like, what the hell? You know, what's wrong wow. with me? Why is it so you know so easy to do? Yeah. And I was at Iowa this week, and I went out there by the grass. You know, there I am doing the bread hole walking. Yeah. I'm doing the push-ups, you know, 50, 50 push-ups at a time. And then I decided to do something I've never done in my life. Uh, do push-ups, you know, and then when you go up, just bounce up and clap once and then drop back down. I did t- 10 push-ups that way just because of the fact that I grounded myself. Wow. Very cool. I mean, it, it, it makes a big difference. Good. It makes a big difference. I even... Uh, I read that book, Earthing, and I even bought a mat that goes over my bed at home. My wife hates it, but I like it. You know, it's just sometimes I just kind of roll up the, the sheet on my side of the bed and I use it. You know, it, it makes a difference. Yes. Good. And then uh, I wanted to tell you thank you for everything you guys do for us. I've been using your uh, fuel gauges and profit gauges for quite a while. Well, thank and you. And it, it doesn't get any better than that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, thank, I think I've said it before, you know, uh, Kevin, you know, it's my Dave Ramsey of trucking. I mean, because you're, you're, you're doing a lot of good things for us. Well, thank and you. And I appreciate it. Thank you. I was just, I just spent a couple weeks in uh, Dave Ramsey's hometown, Nashville. So I heard that quite a bit when I was in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I, would, I would love to see you be interviewed by the Ramses, you know, at any of those shows, you know, that would yeah. be kind of cool. Who knows? I may, uh, I, I may be going out yeah. and, and doing more of that. I'm going to cut you loose. The calls are uh, still piling up on me. Thanks for the, uh, thanks for the call and the support and the compliments. I appreciate it. Let's go to Florida. Lisa, welcome. Hi, Kevin. How are you doing today? Wonderful. What can I help you with? Well, my husband and I saw you at the NASA convention. Awesome keynote speech. Well, thank you. And we talked to you after, we talked to you afterwards and I had mentioned I had asked you about NutriSense, something that had shown up magically on my Facebook page Hi. and you had given great endorsements for it. Yes. Um, I went yesterday to see a she's a doctor of chiropractic medicine, but she also um, specializes in nutrition. Okay. And mostly because it, I, again, because Facebook's always listening, um, I got a offer from Abbott to get a free Libra, freestyle Libra three okay. glucose monitoring system. All right. But you had to have a doctor's prescription. You had to have a healthcare prescription in order to get it. So I figured I could combine both when I met with Dr. Holstein. Sure. And and it worked. I got the I got the unit from. Um, Walmart yesterday, okay. put it on last night. And, um, after, after a relatively healthy dinner, um, my glucose was 97. So, that's what my reading was. And that seems and, really good. Let, go let me, I, I have to believe that all these sensors are very similar. I do know that with the NutriSense sensor, they, they make it a real point to tell you kind of ignore your readings in the first 24 hours. They're, they, there's a good oh, chance they okay. won't be accurate in the first 24 hours. I have to believe all these meters are the same. So I don't know if they had that well, anywhere in their do. documentation or not. But in NutriSense, they're pretty clear about this thing takes 24 hours to calibrate itself. And then you'll start getting some normal readings or accurate readings. Now, one of the things they did tell you is you'll see... If you get a little icon with like a blood drop, they recommend that you do a finger prick to yeah. sort of see if the reading that they're getting is similar to what, because I guess the, they're almost the never continuous the monitor doesn't, it doesn't use your blood though. It uses something else. Kind of. Yes. Not there. We're getting to the point where Apple and a couple other companies I'm aware of are working on watches that will be able to tell our blood sugar from our sweat. The, the continuous oh, glucose really? monitors oh, wow. aren't using blood necessarily, but they are getting fluid from under the skin. That's why they're not really just a stick on. You use that little device and the little, it's a tiny little probe. It's almost like a hair. It's so small, but it is going in under the skin. So they, they, it's not. Well, and one of the things they. Go ahead. One of the things they did tell you was that you needed to remember to stay hydrated because if you're not hydrated, that's another your readings point. would be right. So your here's, readings would be off. Here's the way I did the NutriSense. So I put it on. I I just kind of ignored it for the first 24 hours. The second 24 hours, I watch it on the third morning. I guess it could be the second morning. Let's say I put it on on Monday morning. Tuesday morning is my 24-hour. Wednesday morning is my 48-hour. As long as my readings look reasonably normal on that second day, 
that morning I will do a finger stick and I will calibrate my NutriSense. You can go in and actually change okay. the NutriSense reading. So I'll get up that second day, the 48 oh, hours, wow. and I will take a finger stick with my, uh, my best glucose meter, and I just drew a blank on the name. I don't remember it now. Um, but I, it's one of the more accurate. They've tested a bunch of them. I used to talk about it all the time. So I'll take a, a finger stick reading in the morning, and then I will go into the settings of my NutriSense, and I will make the adjustments so that they match. And then after that, you don't okay. have to do that anymore. That Then it'll stay calibrated for the full two weeks. So you just do that calibration once. What I find All right, is, well, I guess I'll have to see if... Yeah, what I find is if I don't calibrate it... i the Libra does that as well. Yeah, I, I, I keep asking people if it does, and... Everybody says they're going to call me back and tell me, and nobody has yet. So I'm not sure if it does. And I'm not sure if the Dexcom does either. Okay. What I tend to find is is my NutriSense will read 10 to even sometimes 15 points higher than my finger stick. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Now, the interesting well, thing I, is. I did a finger stick this morning. Okay. Yeah. I did wait, a finger stick this morning. But you're um, not even 24 hours into this yet. Right. Correct. So I didn't, I, I didn't know anything about the 24 hours. Yeah. So, and honestly, it was for off the, by about three points. Okay. Well, that's actually pretty good. Maybe. And you know what? I have a feeling they're improving these sensors all the time. So I, I think this will get better and more accurate. Here's the other thing. Um, 10 points off sounds like a lot. Like if, if mine blood sugar is really 92 and it comes up on 102, well, well, I don't want to be 102. I'd rather be 92. But in, in reality, it's not that big of a deal. I don't have to calibrate mine to really okay. know what's going on. Um, my blood sugar stays in a tight enough range that even if I don't calibrate it, I'm not going to be out of whack. When I see people who are way out of whack, they're like 240 on a finger stick. Is it really going to matter if they're 250? I mean, both of them are so horrible that it doesn't really matter. Yeah. So what would a normal range be, or does that change per, per person? No, there, there's a, there are definite patterns we want to shoot for. The ideal pattern is that when you eat all of the foods you want to eat in your diet, for example, I, not now, I'm really strict carnivore right now, but most of the time I eat white rice once a week. Um, or roughly once a week, I have some cassava flour pasta that I really like, and it's 75 grams of carbs per serving. It's really high-carb food. Wow. But the beauty of it is that even if I eat a f 75 grams of that in one sitting, my blood sugar doesn't go over 140, and that's our number. If you stay under oh, 140, wow. you're not doing any damage. Oh, Okay. So that's right. really so our like goal. I, so again, again, not knowing, not knowing what I didn't know. Uh, when I ate breakfast this morning, the the highest it went was one forty one. Okay. Now, that, it, now, now that you're, but now that you're telling me that twenty four hour rule, correct. it hasn't even been on twelve hours yet. Right. So, well, no, it's been twelve. It's been twelve hours. Nine o'clock this morning. So, yeah, so how accurate was that one forty one? I don't know. We, we won't know yet, but that, that's, that's what we're looking for.
Does it stay under 140 even okay. when we eat? Then if we want to kind of do a challenge to see how good our blood sugar control is, eat a cup of plain white rice and watch what happens to your blood sugar. And if you can keep your blood sugar under okay. 140 eating a, a cup of plain white rice, you've got good blood sugar control. Okay. Well, and I kind of did, and again, not knowing the 24-hour thing, I kind of did a little challenge this morning, and I had uh, I had a sourdough English muffin, just because I wanted to see what it would do right. to my blood sugar. Right. I had a sourdough English muffin with uh, guacamole, a piece of bacon, well, two pieces of bacon, one on each half, and an egg, one on each half. And that's where it got up to 141. If that's that an was, accurate number. I, think I ate that at 9 o'clock this morning. Okay, and when did you hit 141? What time? About 11 o'clock. That's just about when it would have peaked. Uh, yeah, if that turns out to be and an accurate it, reading, and it, and it might be. To come straight down. Yeah. No, I, it sounds to me okay. like you're, you're going to have good results. I think you've got good blood sugar control. Okay. Well, good, considering I've got a mother who's, who's type 2 diabetic, but does not believe that it can be changed by but diet. I, that, I told her this morning about getting this monitor and she's like, well, why do you have diabetes? And I'm like, no, but <laughs> I'm trying to, make to sure you don't. avoid having to do what you do. Exactly. I yeah. don't want to have to be. And as I was talking to her on the phone this morning, wait a minute, I got to give myself my shot. Oh, and I'm boy. like, Oh, right. Right. This, is, right. this is why I'm doing it, what I'm doing so that I don't. So, you know, there, there's so, two things and hoping to lose weight in the same spring. So, right. And you will, the lower you now, here's another goal for you then. So for me, when I, you know, and I may put a, I, I still have some sensors at home. I think I still have a box of them. Um, and occasionally I'll, when I've got time, I'll throw one on and see what's going on. Uh, for me, if I stay under 140, I'm fine because that's all I'm concerned about. If you want to lose weight, you would want to keep that number as low as you can. Okay. So you would want to eat the right. things that just don't move it at all. Like if I get up in the morning and I'm okay. eating carnivore and my, my morning blood sugar is 90 and I eat a big plate of ribeye and three eggs, it shouldn't go over 110. Oh, okay. All right. So it will move a little, just not insanely. It, it'll move a little. Protein will move it a little bit. Um, fat usually won't move it at all. But, you know, I usually throw some guacamole on there. That's got some carbs. So, and there's protein. So I, I might get a little bump. Um, but 90 to 110, okay. no big deal. And and that's usually even occurs right around the hour mark. And by an hour and a half, I'm down to 90 again. And that it, was it, the other that was the other question I didn't know is when would I start to see or when should I look for a change to see if what I'm eating has affected the, the beauty. Sugar? The beauty of the wearing the CGM is you don't need to know when to check because it's checking all the time. And all you have to do is go back and look at your pattern and, and it'll, it, you'll see the time right. and all of that. So, yeah. So typically I'll, I'll tell you what we're looking for when we used to do a glucose challenge manually, we would take a baseline first. So if I got up today and I want to do a, a manual glucose challenge, I would take a baseline. Okay, it's 90 right now. I would set an alarm for an hour. In an hour, I'm going to take it again. My goal in the first hour is that it does not go above 140. Then I'm going to set another alarm for two okay. hours. At two hours, my goal is I want it to be lower than whatever it was at one hour. That's pretty simple. And then I set a third hour timer. Okay. And my goal on the third hour 
is I want it as close to my baseline as we can get or under. So if if my baseline was 90 and on my 30, you know, I get 89 or 93 or that's good. I I mean, I got right back to where I started in three hours. So that's the pattern you're going to look for on your CGM. Your baseline would would be your fasting. Before you eat? Yes. Yep. Your baseline would be the reading you get when you first wake up. Okay. And then what about during the course of the day? Like, say, if I have a meal at lunchtime, would you do a baseline then or no? Well, or would you just look you're, to you're see not, what it is at lunchtime? Yeah, you're not doing a baseline. We we don't need to do any finger sticks okay. here. When when you wake up, that's your baseline for the day. Now, if you were okay. to go okay. like a whole six hours without eating anything, you're back to your baseline again. Okay. And then we right. just watch well, the pattern. Now the, and the, 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 the software, I'm not sure about this one. The NutriSense software is really nice. You get all kinds of reports. I mean, it, it, it does all kinds of things okay. for you. It'll tell you your lowest, your highest, how often you were in their range. The one thing I never, ever had in all the, I probably worn a monitor for a total of about six months over the last three or four years. Um, I've never, ever had a low reading, ever. And that's good. People that have low readings <laughs> well, funny, are typically diabetic. Well, at five o'clock this morning, and again, you don't know what you don't know until you don't know it. At five o'clock this morning, we were awoken to this obnoxious alarm, and it was my glucose monitor telling me that I was down at 58. Yeah, see, I think now, that's a false reading. Remember, we're not calibrated and that's yet. What, that's now that, right. And that's what, that's why, that was originally why I called. My husband had said, well, call and find out about that 58. See if that's something to be worried about. But now, now if, that you mentioned, you know, when you first mentioned the calibration. After you've had it on 24 hours and you calibrate it, if you get that 58, then I would be concerned. Okay. Now, it was 58 at 5 o'clock this morning, but at 6 o'clock this morning, it was back to 97. Okay. It, it's weird, and I really don't ever look at those readings in the first 24 hours for that reason. Okay. All right. Well, then I will disregard that and wait until wait and play the game yeah. again tomorrow. Yeah. Now, tomorrow. now, if you had that pattern so, happen again, 5 a.m. I'm at 58, 6 a.m. I'm at 90-something, I something weird is going on. Okay. Yeah, you shouldn't see those kind of big drops like that. Really, the only people I... I think okay. I may have said this earlier today. The only people we ever see really dangerously low blood sugar on is people who are on diabetic medications. It's a side effect of every diabetic medication. Yeah, and I'm not on any. I have, I'm on no medication whatsoever. Yeah, I, so. I don't expect to see those kind of lows with you. Okay. All right. Well, um, on, a, on a separate note, I did join the, I just joined the Healthy Tribe Coaching. Oh, thank so you. So I'm super excited to start that tomorrow. Good. So I had talked to Chelsea and I'm just waiting, I guess, for an email to come in. Yes. Is that how we connect? Yep. Okay. Now, and I I will, I will tell everybody the meeting tomorrow is going to go fairly quick and we have a lot of people signed up already, but the reason it's going to go quick is probably nobody has done what they need to do yet. We'll start working on that tomorrow. Like we got to get current NutriQs. We've got forms we've got to get filled out. I, I need a lot. Just like if you were coming to me to do a one-on-one and I would ask you for a food journal, mm-hmm. I would ask you for a list of medications. We would, uh, if you're wearing a continuous glucose monitor, I would want to see your records. We would do a NutriQ. 
that's what everybody in this program is going to be doing. That way, when you're in the program okay. and we have a meeting, somebody can say, hey, I've got this going on, and I don't have to stop and go, oh, but you haven't done a NutriQ yet. So we want to get that all done up front. So that's really probably all we'll do tomorrow is kind of get people up to speed on how the program is going to work and what kind of things we need to get done up front. Okay. So having said that, should I go in and do my NutriQ today? Sure. Yep. And anybody else listening okay. to me should get, get the NutriQ process started. Yes. All right. And we find that on the On the website. website? Yep. Um, under work with us. Work with us. All right. Well, then there's my homework for this afternoon. There you go. I'll be getting that done. So awesome. Okay. And the, uh, the offer still stands. If you happen to be down in Florida and want to go sailing. Oh, Oh, that's tempting. You may see me. <laughs> Michael sent Michael sent Lisa information. So okay, if good. you if you decide you want to go sailing, perfect. The waters are the waters are waiting. So. I, I appreciate right, thanks, that. Kevin. Thank you. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. All Bye. right, we've uh, got one more call. Let's go to Georgia. Mark, welcome. Hey, Kevin. How are you today? Good. What can I help you with? Uh, here's a yogurt question for today. All right. Um, I know I've heard you. I've heard you mention a couple of different machines, or at least I've seen one in the picture. I guess the original post uh, with the instructions. Was wondering which one you have had the best luck with as far as maintaining the proper temperature. Um, by far, I really like the um, Breville. You can get it on Amazon. It's white. It's really small thin small diameter um there is another name for it let me go look it up because it it and i'm a if anybody is interested in any kind of kitchen appliance um i am a huge fan of breville i i don't know where they came from i had never heard of breville till a couple years ago now everything i buy in the kitchen if it's a breville i always like it gotcha now have you mentioned i heard the name jewel is that that's it that's Might what that I was be. just going to go try to look at. But if you, I believe if you search Amazon for Breville uh, sous vide, I think it's that jewel that comes up. But I don't think it ever says Breville gotcha. on it. I'm not sure. Oh, no, it does. So if you search um, Breville sous vide, uh, on my search, it came up as the fourth one, and it does say Breville, and then it says the Jewel Turbo Sous Vide. They're $250. That one is fantastic. It's small, it's light, it's quiet, maintains temperature down to a tenth of a degree the entire time. Excellent. Excellent. I appreciate it. Um, and a quick part two to this would be um, I stay out on the road for about four months at a time and I want to get into making some either Thanksgiving or Christmas, uh, for the first time. So would maintain in the fr- freezer, you know, for a, for a uh, future you, batch, you, like, you, you know, if you, I, you, you I broke out for so long. Go, go back and start over. Cause I, I missed a whole bunch. Okay. Um, yeah, I stay out on the road for a long time. I'm looking forward to making the first batch Thanksgiving, Christmas. Okay. Um, how long do you think the starter would stay good in the freezer, you know, in order to, you know, keep some I, for a, for a future batch? I think starter stays forever. Okay. Yeah. I know I've pulled starter out six months later and it worked. Actually, I think I was over a year and it worked just fine. 
Oh, that's great. And I know that might, that might, uh, clear up a question too, for one of the other tribe members that was discussing this, I think this week in the, uh, oh, good. <clears throat> you know, on the website. Yeah. Uh, so that's great to know. Uh, and another real quick question about the tablets. Is it the bio Gaia? Yes, it is. Excellent. And the flavor, I may have asked you this before in the website, but the, the flavored tablets, those won't come through not in the, a, the not flavor of the yogurt. Not at all. And I, I don't think I've ever found it in anything except flavored tablets, but it does not come through at all in the yogurt. Gotcha. All right. Well, I appreciate it. That's, uh, that's all I have today. Thank you very much. All right. That's all I need. Good stuff. Uh, thanks for the call. Oh, we've got another call coming in. So, uh, Chelsea, go ahead and screen that one. I will, uh, I will grab that one. Ah, all right. I think I'm going to wear out early today, and there is still a lot going on at this event. I may, uh, I may skip the event and try to hide out for a little bit and catch an hour nap or something. Um, last night they went late. I didn't. I left early. It's been a really good event. This is my first, you know, two, two weeks, two brand new events for me. I've never been to Nastic. I was really impressed with that one. And uh, I've never been to a Freight Waves conference. And this one is incredible. They put on a really good conference. Let's, uh, let's go to Minnesota. Mick, Mike, what's on your mind? Yeah, hey, Kevin. Just a real quick question on uh, Cardio Miracle. I, I, uh, I, I've been probably drinking it for, I don't know, maybe close to a year already. And, uh, um, but one thing I, and I use the uh, apple cider vinegar with it. I usually have just one a day, but that stuff just goes right through me. Like if I, if I drink it like 10 minutes later, I got to pee bad. And I just wondered, is that like a digestion issue by chance or is that just the way it is? Um, is it only cardio miracle that does it? What if you drank that same amount of water? Um, I, you know, the water I tend to sip on this stuff, I don't yeah. know what it so does are, to your are you mostly taste carnivore? or whatever, but you just kind of want to keep drinking it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, and I find this now that I'm really strict carnivore, if I drink something, I'll be peeing in 10 minutes and, and I am never like that. It, okay. Part of, the part of, doesn't do that to me in the morning, but yeah, um, my coffee doesn't seem to go through me that fast either. As far as a liquid. Um, cardio, if I drink, I'm sitting here drinking one now. When I get off the air, I've been on the air for two hours now. I'll go pee. And it's not urgent. It's not like I have to, but I can tell I need to, so I might as well. Um, but being carnivore, that has accelerated a lot. Uh, and it's just because your body does not need to hold on to all that water. It's not processing a bunch of glycogen and carbs. So that's that's why we... we lose all the bloat so fast when we start eating keto or carnivore all that bloat goes away people go oh my god i lost three inches off my waist well yeah it wasn't three inches of fat that doesn't happen in a couple days it was three inches of water bloat water weight yeah all of our cells when we're processing carbohydrates and glycogen hold all that water when we stop eating the carbs our body doesn't need it anymore so we drink it and the body's like well you know we don't need this now, one thing I would try, and maybe you can answer this already. Are, do you feel like you're getting plenty of salt in your diet? Um, yeah, I'd probably say so. I mean, once in a while, like if I'm not so much while I'm driving, but if I'm like physically working, I may 
start cramping up or whatever. You're not cramping, but you feel like you're on the verge of it. So I'll maybe take a little more uh, uh, light balance or whatever later in the day. You're not getting enough salt. Okay. Yeah, salt your food more. Put more light balance in. I've, I've okay. like, I'm up to like right now. I'm doing about three caps of light balance a day. What happened was last week I was okay. so busy at that event that I was drinking all the time and I could not stay hydrated. I was drinking and peeing and I wasn't hydrated mm. enough. And I couldn't figure out why not. And then it dawned on me. This is a really simple one. You can drink all the water you want, but if your body doesn't have enough salt, you won't hold it. And that's all that happened. I I, I wasn't eating. Uh. I was mostly fasting because I was so busy. And when I did eat, I would just grab whatever. And I wasn't salting my food. I was only drinking one cup of coffee with one cap of light balance. And I just could not break the, the dehydration no matter how much I drank. And finally, I thought, well, you dummy, you're not getting enough salt. All right. Yeah, when I'm in the truck, not so much when I'm at home, but when I'm in the truck, it's it's just hard-boiled eggs and cold bacon and cheese, and then usually like uh, some kind of bigger meal in the evening that may have some vegetables in it. But often it's some kind of just meat, also. So yeah, just just make sure you're salting everything heavily. Okay. All right. Well, that was my question. I just, oh, one other thing I just thought of while somebody else was talking about the coaching thing. Well, if you join that, is it, would it be kind of fair game? Like if you, you know, you always have people like family people complain about things, you know, and, and I made me make suggestions, but if you want to attempt to try to help other people, if, if like, if I joined that and then asked for help with that coaching, would that be, Right. Or, or do you want that specific person? Because a lot of times, you know, yeah. I'll say, well, I'll take the nutri and sign up for a one-on-one and they'll, uh, they'll never get to it. You know? Right. So, but so let me, I thought, well, maybe if I knew enough to do it myself. Yeah. So here's the thing. Uh, if you join and I, I don't care if you have 37 family members and they all want to sit there in the room with you while you're on the call, they certainly can. If you are the one paying and you say, Hey, I really don't have anything going on this week, but I'd really like to help my wife. Do you have some ideas? Uh, of course, I'm going to give you the ideas that that's not a problem. And it, it, okay. I, but here's what I'll tell you. The odds of that working go way down and it doesn't hurt to try and I'll help you sure. and I'll give you some advice and I'll say, well, yeah. it sounds like this. So let's try this. Uh, you've listened to this enough to know, and it's why we're doing the group coaching. Because a lot of times I can't even help people on the phone. I don't have enough background. I don't have enough time to go through the background. Right. I need to, yeah. you know, I might need a food journal. I, so those are the kind of things that are, this group is, is when I, when I, tomorrow it's probably not going to happen. But once I get somebody who's done all their work and they, they step up and say, okay, I want to work on this problem, whatever it might be. Well, It's going to be like you're doing a one-on-one with me. I'm going to say, well, if that's the issue, then I really need a three-day food journal. I really need this. And and you're going to have to go do all those things and then come back. That's why this is an ongoing program. So, sure, if you say, look, I don't don't have anything going on. I'm trying to help somebody else. Can Can you take some time and help me help them? But what you can't do is you can't put them on the phone and say, I'm going to let you work on them this week. Oh, no, 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 no. Right. That's not what I mean. Right. I just, you know, 
you know, um, okay. Yeah. I just, I was just curious if I, you know, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I feel like I know enough anyway to really be competent so, in that type of a situation, but yeah. Um, and, and if you want to try, I, I, I would I, definitely give you some ideas and, and kind of guide you along. And I, I'm just not real confident that that works all that well. Sure. But it okay. doesn't hurt to try. Um, and that makes sense. I mean, you know, I've made a lot of suggestions that no one listens to. So yeah, ex- <laughs> exactly. <not> right. <laughs> right. So, all right. Well, perfect. That's all I had for you. Thank you. All right. You are welcome. All right. One other thing. Uh, this coaching program, um, obviously, we worked on it as a company. We came up with the idea. Once the, the idea has kind of been transferred to the team they do all the work and they usually don't consult with me much at all after that i will tell you that uh i was under a slightly different understanding well actually kind of a big understanding but but the team did this they did it right i was the one that wasn't involved i was assuming that 75 dollars a month was for only one of the coaching programs at a time like if you wanted to be in both health and business, I thought you were going to be paying twice $75 a month, but that's not how it works. You get both for $52 a month if you do it now. And if you stay in, it will always be $52 a month. Uh, you always have a place to go to get in-depth answers. I'll work with you business-wise. Let's say you wanted to buy another truck and hire a driver. I'll work on every step. I'll review ECM reports. I'll review oil samples. I'll look at the specs and give you my opinion. So I think we're kind of giving this one away. I really do think it should be, um, you'd have to pay twice for both programs, but the team set it up this way, so we're going to go with it. Uh, come on over and join me. We'll be, uh, we'll be kicking the business coaching off here pretty quickly, and we're ki- kicking the health coaching off tomorrow. So uh, head on over, letstrucktribe.com, and get signed up. We will see you back here tomorrow for a free-for-all and then rolling toe, as far as I know. Uh, Friday, I think we'll be here for a free-for-all and... Oh, you know what? I got to think about Friday. I'm going to be in Florida on Friday. I got to see. I got to make sure David doesn't have something scheduled for me in the morning. And if he doesn't, I will tell him not to schedule something so I can do the show. We will have to see, though. In the meantime, be safe, be profitable, be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work and master the journey.